0: Welcome to the sermon podcast for First St. Charles United Methodist Church in downtown St. Charles, Missouri. We are so glad that you're here, and it's our prayer that you feel safe, welcome, and wanted in this space. If you're interested in finding out more about us or supporting our ministries, you can connect with us online at firststcharlesumc.org. Today's scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 17. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them even as you have loved me. This is God's word, living and growing in us. Glory be to God.
1: I think it was Robert Frost who gave instruction that into his tombstone should be carved the words, he had a lover's quarrel with the world. If we're Christian, this is the only kind of quarrel we're allowed. When you sign up to be a disciple of Jesus, you're taking a vow against hatred. You're making a promise insofar as you can, with God's help, to see all people through the eyes of love so go ahead take on the hard work the good work of the tussle of a lover's quarrel but then bruised and battered and with the scars to show for it how can you emerge with a sense of peace and harmony with the world today we wrap up our growth series using the metaphor of a tree with its rings to say that spiritual growth follows a pattern of four stages simplicity complexity perplexity harmony as we progress through these stages of growth if we progress they stay with us forming the core of who we are and making possible our continued growth or changing metaphors they stay with us as tools skill sets that we have at our disposal we start out with one we may acquire more until eventually we grow the ability to be at harmony with the world simplicity complexity perplexity harmony this way of understanding God's system for growth in our lives builds on the moral development or faith development work from both psychology and philosophy most of all it builds on the New Testament hang on we'll get there all through the series I've been sketching out the contours of each stage by pointing out how we approach different aspects of our lives in today's case with the strength of harmony those who have come to this stage of life have as the focus of their life a need for inclusion and transcendence persons at this stage of growth are focused on the sense that there is more in the world than can be dreamt in our understanding it's what the great Catholic thinker Karl Rahner meant when he said the Christian of the future will be a mystic or they will not exist at all. Or what that mystic Thomas Merton meant by our hidden wholeness. Finding connection, seeing things whole, and at the end of the day, making a contribution is what motivates people at this stage. And it's assumed that we're all connected part of a greater whole that we need each other as far as authority figures at this stage it's assumed that people are fallible like you and me whereas previous stages locate authority elsewhere outside of ourselves this stage has a humble sense that none of us has all the answers that each person is doing the best that they can driving this stage is a need to seek understanding connection common good even with opponents and everyone notice that it's not just with people like us with whom we're trying to connect the core question at this stage is what part can I play in the common good? We may not be able to solve it all or make everything right with everyone, but at the end of the day, and of our lives, have we made the world a better place? And for persons in this stage, God is primarily a loving presence, creative wisdom, known through experience and metaphor. It's the wisdom of the epistle of John that knows God is love. Of course, we make mistakes. But they're seen as an inevitable part of learning and growing. We don't get bogged down or battered by mistakes. They become opportunities from which we learn. All of the stages of growth, have strengths and they have weaknesses a strength of this stage is that it integrates previous strengths with greater depth and a wider circle of compassion and as a weakness it is rather susceptible to all the previous weaknesses and I would add that it becomes easy and tempting to slip back into the mode of how we perceive the world at previous stages simplicity complexity perplexity harmony one question for persons at this stage is how best to engage people who are at previous stages in their development how do persons at this stage talk to one another how do we resolve differences when we're not communicating with the same terms or even speaking of the world in the same ways or motivated by the same impulses I may have to get back to you on that one what is clear is that harmony is Jesus deep desire for those who would be his disciples our gospel lesson comes from that intimate and extended prayer given us in John 17 it's the longest prayer of Jesus we call it his high priestly prayer because in it he intercedes with God on our behalf he's nearing what he senses to be the end of his life he's making clear to the one he called father that his deepest desire is for those who are his closest friends that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that we may become completely one. His unity, Christ's unity, is the basis for our unity with each other. God in Christ and Christ in us, so that we may be one. How is it? That our communion liturgy put it puts it one with Christ one with each other and one in ministry to all the world sound familiar and yet it's so strange because it's so far from the realities in which we live we aren't one we're at war with each other, ideologically opposed. Red state, blue state, conservative, progressive, class warfare, church schisms. States divided, churches are divided, families are divided. Heck, we don't, e- don't we even feel division inside ourselves? I can only speak for my own soul to say that some days I feel divided inside me if there's a hidden wholeness to be had it's well hidden at the end of the day what we're talking about and longing for is salvation with that word as much as any loaded word in our religious vocabulary we've done a great disservice we've made it into a transaction reduction to a divine deal that once made is always made we've turned a lifetime of growth into a one-and-done event What we have is a case where the German actually does a better job getting at the biblical intent in German the word is Heil and it means salvation and health and wholeness as one writer put it oneness with God and oneness with others it's not woo woo or made up of humanistic thinking it's simply seeing as God sees there's no separation that mystery is not something to fear but a light that shines upon each of our understanding, it gently reminds us that we can always desire more, but we can also find contentment in the fullness of what and who we already are. What God is wanting, what Christ is praying for, pleading for, is our wholeness. Can you picture our Christ near the end of His life, down on bended knee, imploring, beseeching, begging God for our wholeness? He's praying and pleading still.